Welcome to CCW Talks. I am your host, media director Cecil Sharp, here in the CCW studio, and I have a wonderful guest for you today. First, I want to talk about Saturday, November 28th, Breaking Chains. CCW is back into the to South Florida. I guess it's not really South Florida, but it's pretty darn close. Up on the Treasure Coast in Port St. Lucie, the West Lucie Elk Lounge Lodge. Buy your tickets now. Buy your tickets immediately uh, because uh, tickets are moving very quickly and we are at limited capacity um, because we'll be social distancing and whatnot. But buy your ticket, West Lucie, Elks Lodge, Port St. Lucie. Uh, of course you're gonna gonna do that right now because you have amazing matches. You have the Pitbull Gary Wolf, the first ever ECW television champion. Uh, and he is upset and he is angry and he is coming after Bill Alfonso's Brazilian giant Venetius. No disqualification and no holds barred. So uh, expect some blood Expect some pain Saturday, but there's a bunch of other awesome matches. One of the top tag teams in Florida, the Controversial Inc. and La Brava, will be facing the Cha-Cha Juggernauts, Cha-Cha Charlie and Vince Steele, and they've got a little surprise up their sleeve. So you definitely do want, not want to miss Breaking Change. CCW um, is back to Florida. Uh, CCWrestlingFL.com. We also have January 9th, New Year's Revolution uh, coming up, but we're focused mostly on breaking chains. But we have a great international guest for you today, We also, who's also going to be at Breaking Chains. He is uh, uh, from uh, GWE uh, in Panama. He is, the, uh, uh, he is the, the man for the Anarchy Squad, and he is uh, Tommy Wrestling. So we're going to go to a commercial... We're going to come back, and I'm going to have one of the top personalities in professional wrestling uh, uh, immediately. Focused on design will create the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Countertops of all types, granite, quartz, porcelain, and more. Cabinets and tile with amazing quality and service with affordable pricing. Call now for a free estimate, 561-362-2085. Licensed, bonded, and insured. Remember, Boca Stone Design. 3601 North Dixie Highway, Boca Raton, Florida, 33431. Call 561-362-2085. Welcome back to CCW Talks. We have an amazing guest today here in the train yard by the CCW uh, studio. Uh, welcome, Tommy Wrestling from GWE Panama. Tommy, welcome. Hello, everybody. Uh, like I always say in my English interview, I'm not full bilingual. I will try my best, <laughs> you know, the best way to, to share my knowledge and my adventures in the wrestling world. I want to say thank you to CCW for this opportunity, for this little conversation and the opportunity to be ref in the Breaking Chains event. Yes, Breaking Chains! And uh, uh, Tommy, you've been wrestling, I think, over six, seven years at this point, right? Well, 
uh, in total, my restaurant career has 12 years. Wow! Two as a trainee, but well, I had some terrible injuries in, in my neck, in my shoulder, and when I came back, I want to be honest with you, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. Well, you're going to need all of that experience uh, because it looks like you'll be refereeing the uh, Pitbull versus the Brazilian Giant. So yes. if there's any fear, it should be leaving your body right now. Well, <laughs> after my, my second return to the wrestling and, you know, I wasn't able to, to do it, at that time I decided to continue in this business because I love this business, continue as a referee. And believe me, that's that's so exciting, like be Clark Kent or Bruce Wayne. I love it. I love it. Awesome. So in some place, some places, people think like the referee is only the guy that counts one to three. But believe me, referee is a very important person in this business. I have a lot of experience in crazy, crazy matches. Well, uh, I'm from Panama at that time when it's, when it star being the referee. The Wrestling in Panama was so hardcore. We have we had fire tables, nails, lamps, everything. And, it, and that was just Carcamo, right? And not including the other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, the other guys bring like 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 the like the glasses, the bottles, things like that. But when in Panama, when you talk about fire, ninety-nine percent ah, yeah. it's Carcamo. It's Carcamo. Yeah. <laughs> and well, in that. In, in a very famous Instagram account, I don't know if can, I can say that. Say it, of course. Okay, in, I think it's WrestleBotch. There's <laughs> a, it's a short clip of one of the Carcamo matches. He did a suplex from the basketball ring to another guy. I've seen it, yeah, that's yeah. An unbelievable, yeah, yeah. That, that move have a sad story because after that match, Carcamo and the other guy, PAD, Panama Jack Daniels, they broke their ankles with hip injuries, wow. ribs, concussion. Was you know at the moment was like, oh my god, it's so cool. But well, what what was really horrible? It's actually yeah, pretty tragic because there's there's a long road of recovery when you're breaking an ankle and that type of stuff. So yeah, but actually at that match, Carcamo uh, breaking my head like three lamps. Wow, what was horrible? Was the first time I. So, so many blood from my head and my hands. Nice. I was like, okay, uh, I think this is real. <laughs> because, you know, the, the other matches was, you know, you stay there, count one, two, three, but that match was like a point break. Like, okay, this shit, it's very real. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, when you take a lamp over your head or when you're bloody, you start to realize that. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's not uh, anybody fooling the fans. Maybe it's the fans kind of fooling the wrestlers at that point. Actually, the fans were worried. The guy, the guys from the ambulance, they were like, "Okay, uh, when this thing will stop? Uh, we need to take those guys to the hospital." And Carcamo and the other guy say, "No, we are going to end the match. We need to finish this. This is the the match of the year. Must be a winner." Awesome. I'll, I'll also make sure I'll post a, a link uh, either to the WrestleBotch or maybe if I can find that match because it sounds like an interesting match to watch because you get to see how far things can go um, in the country of Panama. Talking about the country of Panama, tell me a little bit about GWE and, and, and Panamanian wrestling. Uh, it's, it's, gonna, uh, it's gotten such a big resurgence the last couple of years. Yeah, 
GWE, Global Wrestling Evolution, it's the biggest company in Panama, and I think in Central America. We have our GWE Arena, you know, a very good place to, to learn wrestling. We have two rings, we have dressing rooms, baths, showers. Uh, Wonderful. Like you say, uh, we are piece by piece trying to get this thing running. Uh, we have a, it, it, it's a short uh, roster, but you know, all these guys want to do 100% every Saturday. We have shows every Saturday. Which is amazing because not only are you learning, but you also get to be in front of a real crowd every single week, which is just golden, right? Uh, not right now, obviously. No, yeah. Nobody's doing anything right yeah. now. But uh, uh, normally, when, you, when you're able to, uh, due to the global uh, pandemic situation, but when you're able to, yeah. it's amazing to be able to work in front of yeah. a crowd every week. We have actually eight months without a show. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, you know, the pandemic affects everything. Not only, you know, like the big countries, even small countries like Panama, we suffer that. And I hope the next year we start again with the every Saturday show. And it's it's hard because every Saturday it's like the same fans. So you can you can do the same thing. Because right. because they start like, Okay, I saw that last week. Okay, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't look real. Okay, uh I don't like that and because you know the the place is it's very small people is very near of the ring sure so they they see everything everything when gw starts i was the, the referee in a match and i just i, I slipped I, I was like oh my god i almost fall off from the ring and people was like ah, you don't you why you are the referee you suck man so they are they only don't pay attention to the match they pay attention to the ref right so it's, well, uh, it kind of reminds me either of the Territory Days or ECW Arena. Because it was every Friday of the ECW Arena, it was the same exact people. So they felt the same way. They couldn't work the same matches. They couldn't work some of the same spots. And the fans were just uh, insane. Uh, yeah. and, and one of the guys that we had at that time at GWE was a very, uh, very agile uh, wrestler with, you know, like Mexican style. And that that guy, one week, did a Spanish fly from the tail rope to a table. He did the same move like like one month later, and the people was ah we already saw that. And man, it's a F Spanish fly. Right. <laughs> yeah, and people was like ah we already saw that. And, it, it, but it, and it's a spectacular move, and it's a painful move, and it was like you know what, give us something else, right? You know when you say a joke like for the second time, like ah it's not fun anymore. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so part of the development of GWE is like every week do something different, and well, we we had the I I can say the luck that work with. So famous wrestlers. Uh, of course. Let me, let, let me think a, a few ones. Okay, we, we had shows with Chris Masters, with MVP. Wow. Carlito, Mecha Wolf, uh, with one guy from New York that has family in Panama, Mantis. Uh, I, I, I maybe. Sure. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have shows uh, with Amber Nova. Wow, yeah. Who's a, a wonderful talent. 
and yeah. um, uh, and the last one, uh, that guy Johnny Bandel, he was part of NXT. He was living in Costa Rica. He's moving to Panama. So, oh, wonderful! So we'll be part, you know, like every one week. of the best technical wrestlers. I know he was in the he was an alternate for the CWC and an NXT, and he's just a wonderful, wonderful technical wrestler. And obviously, he's your stable mate in the Anarchy Squad. Yeah, the best group in in Latin America. In Latin There's America, nothing yeah. better. Put yourself over, Daddy. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, I started as a referee in the job being GWE in 2017, but since like one year ago. I take over. I'm the general manager you're right now. You're the man, yeah, you're the man. And yeah, you, so. You, you get to take advantage of the position, I guess. Of course, I bring <laughs> the biggest superstars to kick the asses of those guys, Panamanian guys. <laughs> and right now I'm doing good. The, you know, in this table we have all the titles. We only we only need the the, the women's championship, but that, that championship will come the next year. So I'm working to that match. And the first champion will be one of the girls of the Anarchy Squad. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. You know, it's a great, um, uh, it's a great thing to have all the belts, and it's a great thing to put a stable over like that, especially. And it's an international stable. Absolutely. Because yeah. the last year, MVP won the GW Championship from one of the stupid guys. <laughs> The show is over. Everybody was like, "Oh my God, MVP is the GWE Championship and XWWE." I came out. I give a blank check to MVP. Wonderful. And told him, "Mr. MVP, can you please give me the title? I want to be the champion." Ah, he he gave me. So it. you're a, you're a former GWE champion. Unbelievable. Actually, I'm, I'm like Goldberg because I'm five zero. <laughs> yeah. Undefeated, undefeated Tommy wrestling. Uh, uh, Grand Slam champion because I had the tag team, I have the Latin America championship, I have the GWE heavyweight championship, so I'm undefeated. Grand Slam champion, Grand Slam champion, yeah, general manager, and international referee, of course. Uh, <laughs> and now, yeah, of course, international referee, uh, 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 refereeing this uh, Saturday at Breaking Chains. But I think uh, I, I think Pitbull has to watch out for you because you never know what can happen with uh, uh, Tommy. You know, right down the middle, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Tell me about your wrestling story. Why did you decide you wanted to be a professional wrestler? What inspired you to become a wrestler? You know, like everybody as a kid, I grew up watching WWF at that time. You know, when I was a kid, I believe in the in Hogan and say your prayers, take your vitamins and, right. and that stuff. But you know, when I was a teenager, I started watching WCW, the Attitude Era, and everybody, all my friends, they were fans of Vince McMahon. But you know, I was different. I was a fan of Eric Bischoff. Wow. Okay. So you're a WCW guy. You needed to be different. Yeah. I want to be honest with you. At the end, WWE won that Monday Night War. Of course, yeah. But at some point, like uh, one and a half year, two years, WCW was kicking ass. Absolutely. And that character, the Eric Bischoff, was good. But when Eric Bischoff went to WWE, I think was a, a better character. Because, you know, in WCW, he was a character, but he was in charge of everything. Right, it was a shoot. He really had the paychecks. He was really giving out the, the money yeah. and stuff, yeah. And believe me, I don't want to, to work with, what is the name of the, the TNT owner at that time? Ted Turner. 
I don't believe me. I don't want to to respond to Ted Turner questions. <laughs> that should be very difficult. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. Donnie Louis, he was a character. He was fun. He was having fun. I had fun. Right. And the girls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I can see that too. You know, uh, uh, WWE they won the Monday Night War, uh, but you know WCW at the time there was probably two years where they were just a better product. So I can see, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, me personally as well. There were times when I always, because I, I my, uh, growing up in Chicago, I, I didn't get, I, I think I started getting that Saturday show a little bit late, like the, the WCW Saturday night. So I always remembered WWF. So I was always rooting for them, even when they were down. But I definitely enjoyed uh, 95, 96, 97 WCW yeah. a lot, maybe more than the WWE. Well, it, some, something that I always tell to to the young guys in this business it's like they say oh my god i'm waiting for wrestlemania because i want to see the undertaker because i want to see Shawn michael in some interview and always say dude when i was young i saw Shawn michaels on the undertaker red heart every monday yeah so i feel so proud of yeah that. we should because you know it's it, it's so true uh and uh, i was talking to somebody yesterday maybe i'll ask you this question did the Attitude Era maybe ruin wrestling? Because I think it was so intense and so hot and so interesting, and it was two shows on Monday, and you never know that it could happen, that it never got back to that point. So I think it almost ruined. Like, they're still still today trying to recapture this brand supremacy uh, uh, to recapture these companies. Do you think it maybe ruined professional wrestling, the Attitude Era? I think I totally agree with you, and let me add something. What happens when you take this can and you drink this in five seconds? It's like, okay, it's over. I want more. Right. But if you don't have more, you know, it's it's not the same. And what happens? Uh, starting the last year, I'm watching uh, Nitro or, or Raw from 97, 98. And, okay, the, the last two matches were the great ones with the Stone Cold, the Rock, Undertaker. HBK, John Triple H, but the rest of the show were only jobbers <laughs> in a three, four minutes match. Three minute matches, two minute matches, horrible, absolutely. horrible matches. Right, right. The difference was in 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 WWF you have the main stars and the jobbers. At last in WCW you have the jobbers, but you have the cruiserweights and you have the main eventers. Right. So the cruiserweights makes like something different like we say in Spanish el picante the, the hot <laughs> you sauce you put a little hot sauce the on hot there sauce yeah, a little of, seasoning of, of, of the match because you know you, you the people life saw the first match so boring with some jobbers but the next the, the next match was Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Dean Mysterio Malenko. Yeah. Dean Malenko Chris versus Jericho. Chris Benoit yeah Ultimo Dragon it's like oh my god for some people Hoovy Hoovy was is no one talks about Hoovy now but super back then crazy. he was great yeah super awesome of course super crazy the psychosis and for people life, so many times this was like his first interaction with Mexican style. Absolutely. And was like, a, holy shit, what is this? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Lucha style, you know, when, when, when Ray, I think, I think I saw Ray in Psychosis on ECW television when I was a kid, and it blew my mind. And then when I saw, I think it was like Ray and Malenko and, and Eddie, in WCW, it was just extra. It was just unbelievable, and they got they got that spotlight. Uh, you you know, it, it's true. They used to. It got to the point where the cruiserweights were so popular that they would put them in that nine o'clock hour, so nobody switched over to Raw at the time. So I think that's that shows that 
you know, they knew at least, maybe they didn't know how how uh, revolutionary it was, but they knew how good it was at least. Like, I just remembered like uh, 10 or 9 years ago, I was the referee in a match with Juventud Guerrera here in Panama. And let me tell you something, he is fantastic in the ring, but he makes it look like that's so easy that I, I can't, even I can do it too. Right, right. Yeah, and you know, that's the secret. That's the secret, exactly. Because the people there was, oh my God, oh my God, what's he doing? Tope de la tercera cuerda, <laughs> right, to right. outside of the ring. But looks so easy. Right. It's not. <laughs> what is not? <laughs> it's just they made it look like Ray makes it, made it look so easy uh, in 96 that it was just, it's unbelievable. He made certain guys look bad. Because there were some cruiserweights who, you know, you'd watch the WWE and you would see uh, uh, certain cruiserweights like, um, what is the Polish, uh, uh, his kid, uh, Putski. You'd have like Scott Putski, right? Yeah. And he was just, he would wrestle just like the big guys. He was just smaller. And then, you know, he was a, a light heavyweight. And it's like, no, no. So they had to bring in Taka Michinoku and, uh, and Pablo Marquez and uh, uh, other guys who could actually work like those uh, WCW guys to try to recreate that situation, Essay uh, Rios and, yeah. and whatnot. But uh, before that, it was just uh, it was just an unknown style. Well, actually, four years ago, Rey Mysterio was in Panama. I was in that show as a fan, and happens the same. Rey Mysterio did the things that he always do, but in life looks so easy. But you know that's no easy, and you know that's part of the magic of, of this. Of oh, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, uh, we love road stories here. Tommy, tell us a fun road story, whether it's traveling to another country or traveling within Panama. Like, wrestling road stories are, are always the most fun thing. So give us a fun one. Well, this was, this was a long time ago. We, we, we had a show in another state. We're in Panama, we call it Provincia. And we traveled like eight hours on the road. And when we arrived to, to that place, and you know, I, I went down of the bus, and people was, you are the guys from the LXN, yes? Come here, come here. We have a breakfast for you guys. Please go to the hotel. Wow, yeah. Take a, take a rest. And if, when you went to lunch, let us know. We are going to make whatever you want. Wonderful. And after the show, you know, go back to the hotel. And do you want something to eat? Let us know. If first you, class. If, if yeah, you want, first class if, service. If you want to go to the disco, to the bar, nice, to whatever. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm a superstar. <laughs> Oh, it, it was funny. It was funny. in Colombia too because in Colombia the fans were like like you know like so in in the show and after the show people was oh my friend congratulations and I, I, I was I was like oh my god this is real because you know at that same show was Carlito was super crazy wow yeah was, was Carcamo uh, was Chacha Charlie and. My my usual expectation is the fans go to the wrestlers and you know to take a picture, ask for sure. for a dish or something like that. And so many fans went to me like, "Hey, my friend, congratulations! You are doing great. You are the best." And I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And also, I always remember that that day we were on an airplane. Okay, now, okay, yeah, yeah. What's like? Yeah, we are in the CCW. We're in the CCW jet. We're in the private jet, daddy. <laughs> We're getting back here to <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I remember that after the match, uh, after the, the event, I went back to the locker room 
and Pablo Marquez told me, told me, told me that was a great job. I was like, oh my God, I'm the best. <laughs> it's high praise. It's a high praise, brother. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and another funny story, that event was on Sunday, and the next Saturday, we had an event in GWE with Carlito that was nice in Colombia too. Yeah. And that day, I went to the GW Arena. Carlito was there. Hey, Carlito, how are you? How is everything in Colombia the next day? And the first thing that he said to the GW majority owner, he told me, hey, that guy will be the referee, right? Nah, <laughs> I love it. So that's high praise when you have a, a, a veteran like Carlito. A le like, you know, he's, he's so well known and he does so well. So uh, for him to want you is important. You know? Yeah. Like I say, I have a lot of stories. We can talk here like <laughs> like Saturday before breaking chains. <laughs> we don't have so We'll have, so yeah. Things. So uh, 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 that's a good point. Uh, uh, kind of A couple more things before we wrap up. So uh, uh, I wanted to know um, about a couple of the top guys. Who are the guys to watch in Panama right now? Who would you say are the guys that are, are the future of Panamanian wrestling? And obviously like the top guys that you would recommend uh, uh, wrestling fans to, to reach out or for CCW to bring in for future shows and for future uh, uh, talent exchanges. I recommend three guys. The first two, they are like the, like the present of the Panamanian wrestling. Uh, the first one is Crush. Of course. Crush is a guy that he also is a Grand Slam champion. You know, he wants to be like me, but <laughs> that's not possible. But that guy uh, had huge, huge matches with Chris Master, yeah. with Carlito. He has a, a huge uh, series of matches with Johnny Vandal as well. Yeah, Great with Johnny Vandal. Also, uh, a funny story, someday... We, we were at the GW Arena like five hours before the show and some guy arrived uh, with, with Spaniard accent. And he was, hey, I'm from Panama, but I moved to Spain to study. When, was I, when I was a kid, I came back because it's the anniversary of, of, of the marriage of my grandparents. But I saw that you have wrestling. Well, guys, I'm a wrestler in Spain. And I trained in the UK with Pidon, with some of the huge guys. And you know, uh, I went to have a match here in Panama. And we were like, okay, uh, okay, do something in the ring. Because you know, everybody can course, say that. Yeah, you that, can, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and believe me, that guy was awesome. His name is Sosaya. He's, and what was a huge match because it's, it's the first time I saw someone in Panama using like the UK strong style. Wow, yeah. Crush had a, had, had a match with that guy and he told me that it was very difficult because, you know, in Panama it's basically Mexican, American style. Sure. But that UK strong style is something different and the guy was very good. And the guy was supposed to back to Spain at the next day, but he extend the, nice. the, the ticket to the next week, had another match in Wonderful. Panama. Yeah, yeah. So, Sosaya, hello, everybody. I don't know where are Look you right up, now. Look him up, Sosaya, spell it for me. Look it up, I wanna look it up. Let me, let me see, because you know, in Spanish, it's so many things. These Spanish people. Let me see, let me look <laughs> for that. So who's the, uh, uh, who's the third? Well, the second, the second one. Uh, okay, so it's Zoziah. It's Z-O-Z-A-Y-A. So look him up from Spain. Uh, strong style, British strong style. Yeah. Well, who's the, the third one? The, the second one is King Shemak. Of course. 
the 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 effing number one yeah. wrestler in Panama is your number two. Yeah, that guy had an interest interesting learning path. He started with like the full Mexican style that it's basically what is in Panama, and he started learning things from guys of Panama that actually came here to, to Florida. He started, you know, learning one thing from you, one thing from you, one thing from you, and right now he's one of the most complete wrestlers in Panama. And he he actually, he had a match with, with Pablo Marquez. With Pablo, it was a wonderful match, absolutely. Was a, was a was not fantastic, was a beautiful match. It was a beautiful match, Because yeah. it was like pure wrestling. Yes. And actually, I, I bring that guy to Colombia the last year, because you know I try to get the best the best matches for that guy because you know he agreed with me in some of my ideas. Crush sure. not. That's why Crush is not here. <laughs> <laughs> and well, the reaction from the people in Colombia was, oh my God, this guy is good. And also Pablo Marquez told me, hey, this guy is good. I want another match. Absolutely. So that means a lot. And he's been on our uh, podcast. He was on CCW Talks talking about. I think we can talk about it now that he was a stuntman in. Uh, Suicide Squad. I think the gag order is over, right? Uh, Are we allowed to I talk about it? I don't know. If oh, can man, say I might have to cut that out. I'll text him and ask him. But but <laughs> well, he was well, a stuntman in a large film that we might not be able to talk about. But uh, he uh, was the stuntman in a in a movie where you can see one of the the stars. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So cool, cool. And then uh, uh, and, and, and who's the third? The third one. It's a guy that right now has like two years of career. I see him like the future of the Panamanian wrestling. His name is Alan Anderson. Yes. He's a guy that he's psychology psychologist and he's now in the wrestling business and you know he's like the best of the both wars. Yeah. Is he tried to, to you know to bring knowledge and you know try to teach the, the new wrestler to just just don't be like a move machines yeah but, but have something have some brain. idea why are you going to do the move why are you going to yeah. punch him why are you going to yeah. clothesline here you know how should you look at this point you know what you should be selling I, I, I understand he's a very good person he's a very good wrestler uh, well we're not like friends because he's against all my pretty ideas sure. with the anarchy squad but I can't deny that he has a lot of talent and he's one of the favorites of the Panamanian fans I don't know why. I think people in Panama is blind or I right, don't know. Right. I don't know. Or, or racist because I'm white. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I love it. All right, to Tommy, um, uh, tell us where we can uh, find you on social media. Tell us about your show. Uh, well, you have the Tommy Wrestling Show as well. Well, I have a, a podcast, but, well, it's in Spanish. So, uh, yeah, there's plenty of Spanish listeners out there. So but, tell them where you can find it. But, but you can follow me my Instagram account. It's Tommy Wrestling Show. I usually post things related to the wrestling in Panama or my participation in other countries. I'm a geek guy, I can't deny that, so I sometimes upload pictures of, sure. of my stuff. And you know, people is always like, oh my God, but you are a wrestling guy, but you have Star Wars thing? You, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not, man? Why yeah, not? it's all why the same, not? Why, man, not? why not? And yeah, you can find me. I On the Twitter, you're on the Twitter, on the Facebook, just find Tommy and also on GWE, right? Yeah, in, in, in the GWE of dot official, it's the the GWE Instagram account. Well, the con the content is in Spanish, but the highlights, you know, for yeah, the highlights, you don't, you don't need you don't need, you don't need the language. Just it out. 
Awesome, Tommy. Uh, uh, also, of course, you're going to be at Breaking Chains uh, at the uh, West Lucy Elks Lodge. Uh, this Saturday, you're going to be doing some refereeing and you'll be doing some interviewing and some fun stuff as well. So we're so glad to have you here in the United States and uh, I can't wait to get back to Panama. You know, now we're here, we just landed in the private jet, or the studio's in the private jet. So uh, uh, we're going to head out, but make sure you guys buy your tickets at ccwrestlingfl.com for uh, Breaking Chains this Saturday. Also, uh, Vince Steele uh, is going to be doing a huge, it's an Ironman match, Sunday, 5 o'clock, Bo Campers in Fort Lauderdale Beach. You can look that up as well at CC Wrestling FL and the Facebook page. But uh, uh, he has one hour, one hour to defeat a five-pound burger with bun, with fries. That's so, a lot. That's a lot. So 450-pound Vince Steele versus a five-pound burger, 60-minute Ironman match. So you can be there. It's free. Just... Uh, um, uh, get there a little bit before 5 o'clock. We'll set up some tables, and it'll be filming for CCW Alive Wrestling. And obviously, you can find CCW Alive Wrestling 7 p.m. on the YouTube channel every single week. Uh, next week, we have some awesome stuff as well. Jefe Santos defends the CCW World Heavyweight Championship against Pharaoh Johnson. We have Micah Madrid facing Miss Rachel in women's action and a bunch of other great stuff. So check it out. Tommy, thank you so much. Uh, 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 we'll have you back as soon as possible, Daddy. Thank you, CCW.